Hey, everybody. This is Jack from the Soul Patch Podcast. I have a quick message for you before we start the show. If you're living and working in South Korea, or you just have a Korea-related experience that you would like to share, please come on the show and be our guest. We'd love to have you. You can contact us at podcast at thesoulpatch.com. That's podcast at thesoulpatch.com. Send us an email. We'll have you on the show. It'll be a blast. Now it's time for the show. Welcome to the Soul Patch Podcast, the podcast where three American expats explore different topics related to living and working in South Korea. With the combined 45 years of living experience in Asia, there are plenty of stories to tell. So pop in your headphones and make yourself comfortable. It's time for the Soul Patch Podcast. My tainted perception distorts my true meaning is blurred. I am lost to the echo. All right. So Good morning, everybody. Today we are talking with uh, Jian Lim. And Jian and I have gone back quite a while. She was a student at our university a bunch of years ago, and we started talking there in classes and in other types of things. And, and Jian is a student who did university right in a lot of ways. She's, she's very cool because she, she really took the time to enjoy university life. I mean, I feel like I took my time in university, but I think she pushed it to, to extra levels. Uh, Jian is a library science, correct me if I'm wrong on that, a library science major. And she just graduated not too long ago, maybe a year or two. But in her university life, she also studied, she had two study abroad programs, one in Singapore, one in New York. And so she's been kind of all over and, and has experienced university life in Korea, university life abroad, and is now experiencing trying to find a job for young people here in Korea. So Jian, hi, how, how are you doing today? Hi, I'm very good. And thank you for having me here. Oh, thanks, for, thanks for coming. This is going to be fun to, to talk. Actually, I think other than we had a, a, a Gyopo person on not too long ago, I think you're the first like just Korean guest that we've had we've only had like foreigners on so far to, to hear their stories yeah i just i just realized that so this will be this will be interesting and so was i is there anything that you wanted to add to that introduction anything that you think is important that i missed did i did i get any details wrong no I you did some time in san francisco too didn't you did i yeah but, i was in yeah. europe for the um language program right and right. then i moved to san francisco for the internship Okay, that's right. You were yeah all over the place. So you've experienced <laughs> America, Singapore, and and Korea, of course. And yeah. how long ago was it that you graduated officially? Uh, it was summer in twenty twenty one. Okay, so just a about year, a year. Yes. Hmm, nice. And we'll get to that in a minute. I, I I think I wanted to start by talking to you about university life and the university experience for young people here because it's kind of common knowledge that the high school experience for students in Korea is is a bit hellish with studying for Sunung and just prep 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 and I mean I'll, I'll never forget one of my my last job before working at Jungang I taught at Aju Deakyo, Aju University and I remember from Aju University there's a high school right next door and I remember one day walking back from hanging out near the university at a restaurant near the university with a friend. And I was walking home past the high school, not too late, maybe nine, 10 o'clock at night. But I'll never forget walking past the high school and seeing all of the students leaving high school at nine, 10 o'clock at night and just being 
shocked that that <laughs> high school students are studying that long. Um, but again, I think this is something that a lot of people kind of know, and I don't really want to delve too much on how high school students don't have a life other than studying. I'm more curious about, to start with, at least for today, what's what's university life like and how is it how is it different from that high school crazy prep, right? So you you get out of high school where you've been just studying your ass off for the Sunung, which oh, for any foreign listeners is like the, the Korean SAT, but it's a little yeah. bit more hardcore because it's only once a year. And so it like your entire future is riding on this test to some extent. So what's it like getting out of high school, finishing the Sunung, like all that stress is done. And then you get into university. Is it, is it, immediately like yay this is fun let's party is it like we have to buckle down and now study for the future was it I mean I know this is a long time ago when you first started university so can you remember when you first started as a student in university how did it feel compared to your expectations I guess is a good start like hey I'm in university now and was it all that you thought it was going to be was it better was it worse what about Um, what was university life like Personally, just for me, it was like, yay, I'm done with everything. Mm. I'm a university student, but like some of my friends, like 40 to 50% of them, they were Mm -hmm. like disappointed about their university. You know, there's like a certain levels in university in Korean society. Right. You mean like Mm -hmm. levels of university, right? Yeah. Like like how the Sky University is like the Seoul National University. That's tier one and then tier Uh two. Yeah. And it's all based on your, the, your, performance on the Sunung, essentially right it just comes down yes. to the score mostly the score mm-hmm. okay yes yeah. yeah so some of our friends they just enrolled the university and then decided to study again for the snow <laughs> yeah <laughs> taking another shot for the better university in the future and mm-hmm. they go back to Tesuhagwan, which means right. like retaking the exam where yeah, like Noryeongjin a... area with lots yes of the, yeah. exactly right right yeah. But me, I was like, oh, I'm really happy that I got into Jung University. <laughs> and yeah, then... I mean, Jung is still a pretty decent school. It's not tier one, but I think we're a tier two school. Yes, so somewhere <laughs> there. But yeah. those who wanted to go to like Seoul National University right. or either Korea or Yonsei, they're like, I can't go to this school. And they study <laughs> from like in March. Uh, but I was really happy with that I don't have to study anymore, like right. from Something 6 a.m. to like 10 p.m. Can, can I ask you a question? Like there's there's kind of like a, uh, uh, not, not a myth, but uh, in, in Korean culture, the, the real work is in high school. And then mm-hmm. once you get into university, it's like, you're done. The, the four years of actual studying in university is kind of like a day rigor, you know, pro forma exercise of just like, you don't really have to do anything. Th- that was the old, the, the, the kind of myth from, you know, 80s and 90s, right? Yeah, um, but yeah. is, is, has it changed now? I mean, is there, there's still like a, the expectation that this is going to be tough. Is, is that there in, in the beginning of university? Or do you feel like, is it just a lot of relief of just like, I'm finally done with high school? I think students do realize that we still have to do tough works or anything for the future but I think most of them know that it isn't gonna be as tough as it it was in high school 
-hmm. you know, mm -hmm. like high school life really sucks in Korea, especially the boarding school that I went to. We just stay at the dorm like from Monday to Friday. So it's like wake up in the 7 a.m. and then take a breakfast and study for a little bit before the school starts. And then we go to school and study like till 4 p.m. Then we study again before the dinner. And then we take a dinner and a short break and we go back to a certain place where all the students are like sitting in the desk. That's and... kind of solo study at this point, right? It's just self-study. Yes, Mostly. we cannot talk, we cannot sleep, we just study. <laughs> That's there it, yeah. always was a teacher who was supervising us mm. to make sure that we were studying. <laughs> yeah, after you spend say... like three years in that hell. Yeah, mm. even though we know that we have to study a bit in university, but there are many university students study like from 6 a.m to 10 p.m right they still have the same work habit think, from high school Jack, I, i've talked to some students in the past and i, I think it depends on the major of course I and mean, some some majors are, are crazier but i've heard a lot of students who their first year of university they they're like sooning is done and then they just go wild and they party in university for the first year Mostly. and then they're and then they suddenly realize they're like oh this is actually like, I've got to do work now. And sure. Then, right, right, right. then they buckle down that second year and then they're trying to like make up for, for that first year of, it, of just. And I think like, if you go right. back, like I've, I think, I feel like I've, I've worked through that like transition because I've been working in the university system for 17 years now. And I feel mm -hmm. like when I started the expectation for students to grad, like graduating was just like a given. There's no, there's no way mm -hmm. I'm not going to graduate. You know what I mean? Like even, it's just it's just kind of like the the expectation is you you once you get into university you're going to graduate um but right. uh but but i feel like like korea has kind of pushed back against that that sort of um that thinking that mentality in mm -hmm. and so and 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 they've kind of it's kind of become more like the you know the in america it's kind of backwards high school is a joke it's so easy oh. you know it's just, anyone can graduate as long as you can convert oxygen into carbon dioxide you know um but the uh but university is where a lot of uh, people that matriculate end up you know dropping out because they're like they just can't handle the workload of, of university life and there is no more hand holding like in high school it's just like you either do the work or you don't if you don't do the work you don't get the points and and you you fail out um i feel like it's still when I started teaching in Korea, there was still kind of some handholding and like in university, but there's, there's been a pushback where the culture has kind of changed and, and mm -hmm. the expectation is students really need to take university seriously and you really have to work hard and they don't want to have this kind of like automatic graduation um, kind of uh, thinking, you know? And so yeah. I'm just, yeah, I, I don't know. That was just my, yeah, I, th my I think there is a bit a bit yeah. to university here. How was your major? It, was that a, a really tough one? Were you like really? It, it wasn't. I think those schools in engineering subjects, yeah. those are the hardcore ones. I was talking to an electronic engineering, an EEE <laughs> major. Yeah. And yeah, but I mean, that's the same in the States, actually. I remember a friend of mine in university when I was a student and she was an electronic engineering major and she was super cool. We always wanted to hang out with her, but every time we would invite her over to party, she was like, I can't, I'm, I'm busy. I can't, I'm busy, like <laughs> always. And so I think that that major is just busy globally. 
Like that's just a tough major mm-hmm. to to have. Yeah, that that that's a very good point. I think the the liberal arts, you know, majors, you know, the yeah. The, yeah I mean, Jack, you and I were both communication. Majors, yeah, I mean, so. communications is where you go when you have no idea what you want to do, and then the, your parents keep asking you, and your 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 advisor is like, "What's your major? What's your major?" You're like, "I have no idea." You're going to be communications. Okay, that, that sounds right. kind of familiar. Yeah, that okay. sounds I like I can communicate. I, yeah, <laughs> um, but uh, so, but yeah, yeah. Gian, as you were saying, what what made you decide that you wanted to use university and and not just push through and do that four year graduation thing, but instead, you know, like really live it up? And again, I think you did. I think that's amazing because university is a time in your life where you have the opportunity to travel to other countries like once you're a quote-unquote adult uh, (laughs) I mean because in university you are an adult of course but once you're out of university once you have your in your real life you can't just you know take six months and and piss off and go to another country you've you've got a job right you've got got things to do so I mean a lot of your friends in your major probably did that right they just went through university they did four years Mm -hmm. maybe took a year off maybe and, and just get it but but you were like i'm gonna go study here for six months i'm gonna go and do this other program why why i guess why did you decide to 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 enjoy your life instead of and i'm not i'm, I'm thinking this is a good decision but you know why did you go that direction as opposed to the just like let's let's get into the real life thing as quickly as possible oh. is that a tough question <laughs> um firstly i think because i've been always into the English language mm. ever since I was like in middle school. Oh, okay, nice. So I decided to go to that foreign language high school so that I can study more. And after I graduated high school, I thought that I was finally given the opportunity that I can go abroad and study nice. English more. And so this I is was, a goal of yours even before university, then kind of you're like, I'm yeah. going to do this when I'm a student. Right. Yeah, I think so. And on top of that, I wasn't really into the library science thing. <laughs> so I I didn't really had a lot of fun like going to in my like during my university life. Besides Actually, that's the a, English That's an interesting topic then. Why did you choose that major? Oh, it's usually just based on my grades. It's right. either like Unless you have like a certain subject or field that you want to study in university, usually try to match your grades with the best university you can go. Yeah, that that's something that I that was that was so surprising for me to learn <laughs> when I first came to Korea because in America when you when you finish your SATs and they they look at your high school transcripts and whatever, you apply to the university, right? So I want to go to university yeah. A, B, C, whatever. And if you get in, then you can just take whatever the hell major you want, right? Like, and you can change. I changed majors three mm-hmm. times, I think, when I was a student. Um, and but in Korea, it's if you want to go to university B, you can do it in many different ways, right? You can get right. there like your score is not quite good enough for the major you want at university B, but it's good enough for this other major. And so it's like, okay, well, let's just. So let's sure. just go to the university and take this major. So, okay. So library science was not necessarily your first choice of, of major. Yeah. But 
actually, I had no idea what I want to study in the future in high school. So my teacher Honestly, recommended yeah. me to take the maybe you like books and you are an introvert. Maybe like this, books. yeah, <laughs> like books. Maybe this matches you. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll take it. Yeah, that's one thing I think is so hard with. Yeah. yeah, but well, I, that's a that's a difference as well between American and Korean universities. It, when I first started as a university student, you didn't have to choose something. Right. I was an undeclared oh. major. Same. My first year, I had no major. Yes, and and you can do that. And I mean, some high school students know what they want to do. You know, when you get out, I think my brother had a very good idea. Like he's like, I want to get into computer programming. Like, he knew oh. what he wanted. I got out of it out of high school and it's like, I'm supposed to go to university. And so I did. What do you want to study? I don't know. Like I had no idea. That was me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're only 18 years old. Like, I, I don't think it's <laughs> uncommon to not know what you want to do yeah. for the rest of your damn life. I, I just knew I didn't want to have any job. Like, I, how can I not have a job? That's that was like, you know, that would be my dream job is to, yeah, just not Mine to have too. a job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And the, fa- the fact that they just make you choose something. Um, I, now, is, is this true? Like in Korea, you can um, you can kind of uh, hack the system a little bit by going in, uh, getting in through one major and then switching majors uh-huh. in the middle. That's possible as well, isn't it? That like is. You could, so if but it's I want- not easy to change majors from what I understand in Korea. It is not. Of course, you have to have a great GPA to change right. your major. Right. And yeah. You some... almost have to like retest into the mm-hmm. new major. Kind yeah. of. Okay. So it's really not, it's not something that you can really, it's not necessarily a hack. It's more of like, if you're really, really driven to do something, it's possible, but mm. yeah, unlikely maybe. More like so. Yeah. So uh, in uh, university, did you, like your, your last year was 2021. Is that right? So, yes. So did you, was your last like year online? Did you, did you kind of get stuck in the middle of this? Fully online. Fully online. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Cause I'm just, uh, I'm just wondering what that was experience was like is, you know, you're, you're, you know, getting hit right with the pandemic, right in the middle of your, towards the end of your, your university Mm -hmm. career. Um, I think it was easier for me to do anything because i've experienced every everything from university like campus life and the festivals and the trees whatever Mm -hmm. and then during my final year i was working as a research assistant at an institution so i it was easier for me to manage the school and work life because i don't really need to go to school which takes me like two hours to get there from home. Right. Yeah. 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 That's a good, that's uh, that's interesting. Cause you already, you already got to go to the parties. You got to mm-hmm. make the friends. You yes. kind of, you got the, you, so you weren't, you don't feel like you were robbed of any experience. Of- Not really. Okay. And you know, online classes are a lot easier. <laughs> Yeah, true. The they, they were, especially that yeah. first year during COVID. Yeah, nobody knew what most they were professors. Doing. Yeah, we didn't know what the hell we were doing at yeah. that point yet. So, yeah, I, I can almost imagine though that that last year of online classes. I mean, it's good that they were easier, but I could imagine it being, in some ways, difficult to motivate yourself. Like I remember my last year, like I was a super senior. I did five years of undergrad, 
And you know, that last year we have something called senioritis where it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like you're, oh. you're about to graduate and you're just like, I just don't care about studying anymore. Yeah. And suddenly your classes are, are online. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like, I gotta, I just don't want to log in today. I can imagine it being hard to motivate yourself for that. So Still well done. See, senioritis if- and online studying seem to like hand in glove. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like it's just a perfect uh, situation. Actually. Yeah, I think I would have done yeah. poorly if, <laughs> Me if, too. That were, if that were my life. Uh, Gian, how, how many years did it take you to graduate? Like, when did you start? What year did you begin? 2015. 2015? And you graduated yes. in 2021? Yes. Oh, ah, okay. Okay. So it was only only six years then. Um, yeah. With so a, some- or seven, right? sorry. 20, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. Oh, seven years. Oh, sorry. Like well, I, I'm not a math major. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't do math. <laughs> yeah, we don't do math here. Um, now, obviously, that that uh, you you sprinkled some travel in between there where you took, like, did you take a semester off and go study in America and take I a semester did, off and study in Singapore? So. Uh, what year did you go to the U.S.? Like in like second grade, uh, sophomore, junior? I think it was junior year, but I took a gap year, like took a break from school because mm-hmm. I need to make some money so that I can go to the U.S. Ah, of <laughs> course. Yeah. So yeah, I sure. think I was in, in school in 2017. Mm. I so it's just two a full year off, off. Yeah. basically. So yeah. it's not necessarily seven years, it's just like in total, but your actual, you know, you, you took time off in between to uh-huh. earn money, to gain some experience. Um, yeah. I, I feel I... like that, that's a difference between a Korean and American culture as well, is that like we have, there's an urgency. Do you feel like Kevin in university? Like you do four years. Gap is... years are not a thing in America. Like that's, it, I think it's more common in Europe. European countries, but in America, we don't really do gap years. Like I didn't know, I, I didn't even know the expression gap year until I came to <laughs> Korea and a Korean student was like, I'm taking a gap year. I'm like, that's not English. Like that's Konglish. Yeah. And I'm like, I looked it up. I was like, no, it, is it, that? that is English. It's, just, it's more European. It's, it's not a, a thing that, that Americans really do. But to some extent, Jack, I think you're correct about this like urgency to get into the real world and get out of university though keep in mind that you and i graduated from university almost 20 years ago so yeah yeah that's true so this is a, a yeah. little bit different i i don't know what students today are are dealing with but i do also remember even when we were students that students graduating in five years for undergraduate which i did was becoming even though four years is like normal traditional five-year undergrad was not uncommon at all. I knew a number of people who did five mm-hmm. years for, for undergrad. And so we don't take years off, but at the same time, there's a number of people who, who still take it slow and compare that to Korea where, I mean, what do you, do you remember Jack, how many hours your busiest semester was? Do, do you happen oh, to remember? I, I know my busiest semester ever. I took 17 hours, 17 credit hours. Okay. 17. Um, Gian, although I've talked to some other students, I'm curious, do you remember your busiest semester? Do you remember how many hours you would have taken your busiest semester? Um, I took 21 credits. It sounds, yeah, I was going to say over 20. Like, probably. Yeah. yeah. Korean students take crazy number of credits yeah. like per mm-hmm. semester. Yeah. But d- you, did you have to dual major? Did you do a second major? Me? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Right. Yeah, and, oh, yeah. And that response That's is interesting because, necessary. like, oh, yeah, of course you'd pick a second major. <laughs> I, I remember, I, I think I had one friend, one in all of my university career who had a second major, and all of us were like, why? Why did you yeah, take yeah. a second major? But in at our, I don't know if this is all universities, maybe Gian, you would know, but I know at our university, at least mm-hmm. it's required. Well, there's two options. You can either do a second major or something else, but like 90% of students do the second major option. Yeah. You have to do extra like extensive course. Right. If you don't do a second yeah. major. What's your, right, what's so your second major? Gian? What's hmm. your English language? Oh, okay. Nice. So you uh, yeah. library sciences with a, uh, a double major in English, uh, yes. English language. Okay. All right. That's excellent. That's cool. I mean, I, I didn't realize that was a uh, actually a obligation for students mm-hmm. to at our university. That was also okay. surprising to me when I when yeah. I first learned that. I talked to so many students. I'm like, I'm second major, second major. I'm like, why are so many students second major? And then someone well, now that I think about it, like, oh, oh, now I yeah. know. That makes a lot of sense now because I've, I've met a lot of students that have double majors and I always wondered why. No, no, no. I just thought well, you're a real go-getter. Yeah, there's a lot of go-getters here yeah. <laughs> at our university. So, yeah. let's, I'm curious to go just because studying abroad, I think, was one of the, that was probably the best individual experience that I had in my university life. Like I did a semester abroad and it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. What did you... I, okay, so you said when you went to the States, you did like an English program, like to basically brush up on English language stuff, yes. and then an internship. So mm-hmm. that's not studying necessarily, that's getting ex- job experience, which is fantastic. But it's it's different from a study abroad program. What was your program in Singapore? Was that more of a, a traditional university? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what did you study there? Was it just like English language was stuff? I in or? computer engineering department. That's very but that different. Was so hard, so hard. <laughs> yeah, well, you're going from library science and English language to computer science, which are yeah. There's like a there's no, not much connection. Line, <laughs> like a information science. Oh, okay, but I can. That see wasn't the what I expected there. to be. Honest. Okay, okay. Yeah. So that's okay, more that, of that the makes in library sciences. Like, let, let me ask you a question. Do you still learn the Dewey Decimal System? Or is oh, that of course that's <laughs> like <really>? fundamental <laughs> is it still yeah. fundamental wow we do okay. there's like a 10th edition really yeah yeah i actually just listened to a podcast <laughs> about the dewey decimal system not too long ago actually and, and how it's actually that system we shouldn't talk about it too long on here because it's not at all connected but how that topic was very um the dewey decimal system was very western centric basically and and so it was really not a very good system where you'll Mm -hmm. have like like western religions like the bible would have an entire number in the dewey decimal system but like eastern religions are it's like you know a tenth of a decimal system because they just weren't considered a real topic when Uh when dewey was making his system so the dewey decimal system has some serious problems now that we are a more global society but that's off topic that's very very (laughs) off topic um so the, the when you were studying this the computer science stuff i imagine it's probably has to do with organization of files and and you know like creating software for library sciences i mean the, everything's computerized now it's all digital mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. in uh, libraries and so you have to be able to work these you have to understand these programs and and uh, things like that um and maybe that they were teaching you how to design a little bit like is that what you were studying there like, uh, yeah, I took a class called Human Computer Interaction. 
it's basically mm -hmm. about the oh, cool. user interfaces and everything. That was helpful, and that was the easiest class I took. Mm -hmm. That sounds like <laughs> an interesting subject, actually. Do you, do you get do you get worried that your major is going to be like AI is going to have a, a lot of influence in in library sciences, where of like people course. will become obsolete in a way? Like, mm -hmm. And yeah. I was also worried that just studying library science wouldn't guarantee me a job in the future. Mm -hmm. So that's how I started to like thinking about studying computer engineering because some of my classmates, they took double major classes in computer science or statistics, sure. something like mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because- More you tech know, related stuff. Uh-huh. That is more likely to get a job. <laughs> Right, right. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. I mean, what, what, what kind of jobs are you looking for? Like, I, I don't know if we can jump to this, Kev. Are we, or should we? Uh... Yeah, no, I mean, we can probably move into into this because it is interesting. Actually, I guess connected. I know you're, you're going to ask, like, what types of jobs you're looking for. How, how common is it for Korean graduates to get a job in their field, do you think? Do, do a lot of your friends who have graduated and are now working, are they working in whatever their major was? Mm, not really. Yeah, not so. I, I mean, mean in America, it's like 50-50, like, I don't know. E -E -E. The sure. engineering, they do, but other of than course. that, it's usually, yeah, not I mean, related. That's, that's the same in communications too, right? I mean, like yeah. how many how many people took our with our major just go into like sales or, you know. Well, communication is such an interesting major. I remember thinking about it at the time because it's, it's a major that doesn't, I mean, there is no communication job. <laughs> there's right. telecommunications like, like, and there's like right, you know but, but communication yeah. is something that doesn't lead to any one thing specifically but it can lead to many things like indirectly right so sales sure. is communication right of course yeah. kind of i mean everything is communication that's why communication is such a interesting major because you can be like yeah i I've studied that for whatever. Well, you it could is. apply for any job, really, and you could you exactly. could rationalize it and say, "Well, I'm I'm qualified," you know. Other than like anything in the like engineering or or software design Again, fields, specific. you know, yeah, yeah. The, the tech fields, we, I you wouldn't be. Um, but library sciences seems a little bit different because there, every school has a librarian. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of public libraries. I mean, there's there's those are the it seems like the the obvious places to go. Is that what you're looking for? Like a, a job like that? Or is, is there a whole other realm that I'm not aware of um, in library sciences? I remember, well, Jean, you we've talked recently that you've been doing a lot of like internships or looking for internships mm -hmm. recently. Like last year, you had some internships. I, I remember you were telling me about, what was that again? What were you working last for? Last year? I was relatively recently, you had some. Yeah, something. the research assistant. That one, yeah, sorry, not yes. internship. Mm -hmm. Is that library science research assistant? <sighs> Not really. It was the public administration institute. Okay, so yeah, it wasn't like, yeah, not necessarily. Actually, I wanted to be a librarian in my freshman year, I guess. But then <laughs> right I when realized, you first started taking the classes, yeah, because right. it seemed interesting, and oh, I didn't really have to deal with a lot of people every day except the users, the customers. Sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I was interested in that, but after I realized how hard it is to become a librarian in anywhere mm -hmm. here, 
I was like, maybe I should find another way to make a living. So there's like is a librarian a very um, sought after job in Korea. Do many people want to be librarians? I know like, you know, like the public service jobs, for example, are very difficult to get. Like many, many, many people want those jobs. I don't or... think it's a job that a lot of people want to be, but there are some people mm. who want to be a librarian, but there are fewer positions available okay, just, for them it's to a, get it. A combination really of, yeah, mm-hmm. there's it, not it makes, so many librarian positions. It makes sense to me because you're, if you're working for a public school or a public library, that is, you're a civil servant. And those are very sought after jobs in Korea, right. like, you know, becoming yes. a civil servant. Now, if you're a librarian at a, a private school, that's a different situation because you're under the auspices of, uh, you know, whoever the owner is of the private school. But um, yeah, those public jobs are are so sought after. Do you have, is there like a test you have to take just to be able to become a librarian? I mean, once. Of is, course. OK, so you'd have to graduate yeah. and then you have to t- study yeah. for this test. And it just it never ends. Right. In Korea, there's just always <laughs> another test that you got to take. True. And, yeah. OK. Before we you start talking about what jobs you're looking for, did I'm curious, did you delay graduation at all because of that? No, I didn't. Okay, I, I've talked to other students in the past who often delay their graduation. Like they finished all of their classes, mm-hmm. right? Like they're done. They're not a student anymore, but they keep paying the university a small amount of money just to remain a quote unquote student yes. at the university because getting a job is easier when you have student status than if you don't yeah, it can be right at least sometimes like when like students are doing the job hunting they do mm-hmm. take the interviews and if you have like too many gaps between your graduation and the date uh-huh. you're looking for a job they always ask you what did you do okay and what's, oh, right. what's, what's, the, what's the answer? Were, what, what, like, what's a good answer to that question? Um, we got to make up something that we did something. Like we studied this because I oh, thought okay. this needed, yeah, in my future career. So I studied like Excel or accounting. Uh, yes, I see. Something like that. So it's so like, like this yeah, is a but, huge difference. To, oh, sorry. Between American culture and Korean culture, just for our listeners out there. Is like in America, like in that in that gap, that time period, um, I if I worked at Starbucks, that would be that would be fine. Like the company would be, oh, good for you. You took a, a low, a, you know, a job that's considered, you know, a, I don't know what how you like a working class job at a, at a as a barista. And yeah. a, so respects to all the coffee workers out there. Yeah, I, I didn't mean to <laughs> throw shade on the Starbucks workers out there. Um service sector job that that's what i was trying to say right. you know something that that that's not maybe considered elite or whatever but um a company would look at that and say that's better than than ha- not doing anything you know than having like a gap right. but in sure. korea i feel like the answer would have to be i went to a hogwan like i studied I excel i studied uh right some something to better yourself but if you said i worked at starbucks to earn some money that'd be a bad answer is it am i correct about that um wouldn't be a bad answer but not helpful like most, yeah most of the interviewers would think it's irrelevant unless you're looking for a job at starbucks 
Okay. Okay. Of course. Yeah. So there wouldn't be, there wouldn't be the attitude of like, like the American attitude is just like the bootstrapping, like go do anything, like dig a ditch, you know, like you're doing something you're, you're, it, it's got to have to do with our, our, our kind of, uh, what would you say, Kevin, like our Puritan roots or whatever like that? Maybe. That, yeah. Okay. It, it's, it's gotta be a cultural thing. It's, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's very interesting to me. Um, the, the Korean way, but, uh, yeah. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you there. And yeah. so what, what are you doing these days? Are you, how's the job hunt as, as a young, somewhat fresh grad? <laughs> um, I've always wanted to work for the, Takeo, the huge corporation in Korea. Let me stop you there. Hold on. Why? Why do you want to work for one of those really big corporations in Korea? Basically, the money. They right. pays me well. So the big companies, they pay better. Yeah, you know, and better, the benefits like, so, and everything. Right. And I've always just dreamed about that. Like, you wear the badge on your neck. <laughs> and going to a huge building, waiting yours. for the elevator. This is like a, like that drama me saying, you know, something like that. <laughs> like yeah, the, something yeah. like that. Yeah. It's a great drama, by the way. I, I it is, yeah. It's a little <laughs> show. Um, so what what kind of job what, what do you want to do in the company? Like you just any like entry level position, you just want to get into the company, or do you want to well, work in their like, like research? That. Um is there something specific that you want to do in that company? I don't really have a specific role that i want to mm-hmm. get because i was thinking like hr level. or okay so something entry level yeah and actually then... i once thought about starting my career in hr mm-hmm. but like a lot of people including my friends and those people who was actually working in hr they told me that i don't think you would be able to get one because First, I didn't say anything related to HR. Usually, it's mm-hmm. business administration, and mm-hmm. I have no experience in that. So that wouldn't. So it would be impossible for me to get. Now, what about job. what about like data analysis or something like that? I mean, that seems like more down your in your field of yeah. expertise because you're but, you know yeah. Mm-hmm. sifting through data using software like that you mean you pr- you must have experience with that yeah but they also prefer the statistics and computer engineering students who can actually code mm-hmm. yeah so right, right. i usually look for the jobs in sales or commerce okay yeah, yeah. And, Are you uh, looking to use yeah. English? Because I mean, obviously, that's a big like you're an English major. Mm-hmm. You studied abroad. You have all of that experience, of course, as well. Um, and I'm sure your English test scores are probably pretty, pretty decent. And yeah. the TOEIC and OPIC and all of I'm all sure of you've those. got that you're... that great TOEIC score that you can just you know write on that resume. You know? Yeah, yeah. But you know, like the Korean companies, it is better for me to speak English, like proficiently but mm-hmm. it's not necessarily like required because mostly so it's more I of like a, to, oh, go ahead. mostly i'm more likely to talk to people in korean something like that mm-hmm. and they also want like a candidate who has more work related experience like who had the sales project or 
who worked as an intern in a commerce department, something like that. But mm-hmm. I didn't have the kind of experience, so I wasn't really a good candidate for the companies. It does seem like the like a library like a librarian in sales is is the uh, like a librarian uh, like the the personality type like the the um, is 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 almost uh, the antithesis of sales. You know what I mean in a way because you're like you're borrowing yeah. books. You know what I mean? Like I'm not mm-hmm. trying to sell you. I'm you're I'm bothering you to like so I can get this thing that I want instead of you trying to convince somebody to true uh, to to get something. But uh, mm-hmm. but that's just a you know a, a, a kind of silly observation. I'm sure it's it's much more complicated than that. Um, so what what's the what is the the job hunting process like? Do you do you send out you know do you go after like five companies or do you just focus on one? Like I want this job at this company and I'm going to go after that. You know, hundred percent. I've been like try to apply for any positions as many as possible. Mm-hmm. And I'm still doing that. But recently I tried the Wegoke, the foreign companies, sending mm-hmm. out my resumes and things like that. And I think because of my English scores and my experiences in Singapore and the States, mm-hmm. it it is better for me to get a job in a foreign companies, you know, like I'm more likely to get an interview from them. They always want to interview me for like, oh, you've studied in the States. You've studied in Singapore. We have headquarters in Singapore. Do you want to get an interview like that? Mm -hmm. And so do you mean foreign companies that have like, like offices here in Korea or just yes. international Korean. Okay. So not Korean mm-hmm. companies that work abroad, but foreign. You're talking about like, like yes. Ford Motors company or something like that. Like, like, a, yeah, like an American like company the... or mm-hmm. you know, German company or something like that. Yes. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Actually. That seems like that's your niche. Like that's your, 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 would, your way. Would you your be, yeah. Is that something that, that you and or other young people would want in Korea as well? Cause if you got a job at a foreign company, would you, hope to stay here in Korea working for them? Or would you hope that they would send you to a foreign branch? Would either be okay? Uh, I'd be totally fine. As long as I get to stay Korea whenever I want to. <laughs> okay, so you, you do want to be in Korea still, at, at least for, for mostly. Yeah, mostly. Because after spending like a few months away, I... I kind of want to stay here with the family, spend some time oh, sure. with my friends here. You get homesick when you when you're st- yeah. gone too long. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I mean, I don't really mind living abroad for like two or three years, but if they require me to like, oh, you gotta stay there for a decade or something like that, mm-hmm. I wouldn't mm-hmm. be down for that. But anyways, yeah. I think, I think some... a lot of positions are just a couple of years at most. And then like mm-hmm. with, op- with options to extend if you wanted to, yes. of course, but yes. I don't know how many they're going to say, like, you have to move for a decade. Like you have to <laughs> commit to that. Yeah. yeah a... I was being extreme. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Sure. Yeah. The, those, uh, 
there are there a lot of foreign company jobs like is it is it, are there more you know job opportunities in that in that realm or is it just that that's where you and, found and the your... follow up to that are those also are foreign company jobs more less or equally sought after to like the day you have those big company the hyundai samsung jobs here in korea like in general are are those um i think it really depends okay I, i've seen some people who only wants to get a job from the foreign companies mm. not the korean ones so why why do some of your friends want to aim for foreign companies and not korean companies other than that like the job might the, the specific job might might match them I mean, like english ability or something like that but what's the difference between working at what's the perceived difference at least between working at a a foreign company in korea versus a korean company in korea um i don't really agree but people say that it's the hierarchies you know the okay. korean companies are really strict you gotta trace right. someone like the boss and the subordinates it's really clear right. but yeah the levels are very strong that, in korea yes but compared to that the foreign companies are more flexible mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. more often i guess okay. that's what people say i have this an experience so I've heard sure. it described as like more lateral and vertical, like the, you mm-hmm. know, the Korean companies are more, it's, there's a definite, a definite hierarchy, but there, but, yeah. but it, it can be very difficult to navigate that system, the, the, the Western system, because there is still a hierarchy. It's just not yeah. so clear, you know what I mean? Like what you can do and what you can't do. And so I, I think there's, there's still uh, the, the unknown is, is a little bit scary for some some workers, I think. Yes. Mm. And on top of that, some Koreans prefer like English, you know, when you spend a lot of time abroad, it is easier for them to speak English than Korean. So they prefer Mm. to work for the foreign companies. And the Korean companies have some how can I say that? Um, Like I mean, kind of prejudice based on your on your university, right? Huh? Like, yes. School? Yes. Uh, yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So the like, prestige like the of your level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's something. Again, I mean, going back, we talked about this a little bit, you know, at the, at the start here, but how so many students want to get into those first tier schools, and this was again something that was very surprising for me because those first tier schools are very sought after, even though it doesn't matter what major you take in the school. Right. right. So that's where some students would come into our school, even though they got like the lowest score possible for Chungang. Yeah. But they get into a major that they don't care about at all, but they're at Chungang, which is a decent school. Mm-hmm. And so then once they get out of college, they'll be able to say, like, well, at least I went to that university and then they're applying for jobs that have no connection with their major because they don't care about their major. But they came from, you know, a decent university and the major has no connection with the job that you're eventually going to be applying for true and some corporates are hiring the university graduates saying that this is non-major relevant job like it doesn't really require a specific major Mm -hmm. they're going to train you Mm -hmm. to to do what they want you to do yeah so it doesn't really matter 
Yeah. Well, they're looking for your, they're looking at your potential. Um, mm-hmm. I, I feel like this, like, like in the last 17 years, since I started teaching at university in, in Korea, that, that also the culture of the, the, the idea of like, there used to be kind of explicit knowledge that like, if you're, if you went to a sky school and you apply for a job, they're going to choose the sky school candidate always. And so, so a lot of people that were not, that didn't graduate from a sky school, didn't even bother applying for those big, you know, chaebol companies, you know, Mm -hmm. because it's bigger. It's just, those are just going to go to the sky school. And then I think there was a cultural pushback to that, where there's like, people were angry about that. This is not fair. This is this, you know, and, but I still think that it exists, but more like kind of underground a little bit. Do you know what I mean? They can't say that we're choosing this candidate because Mm -hmm. they're sky school. Like, but they could say that 20 years ago, but now you can't say that anymore, but they still do the same thing. And so do, do you feel like you're, just kind of like a like a pawn in this like kind of crazy game in, in where it's just like you know I don't have the sky school stamp you know passport or whatever and so you're 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 left to navigate the system um but you still went to uh you know Jungang which is a, a good university a respectable university so you're you're still in a better situation than others other people so in the hierarchy you're in a pretty good spot kids all mm-hmm. things considered um, but does, do you get frustrated by the system? I mean, in general, I mean, do you feel like it's just, why, why can't they just look at me and talk to me and make a decision, you know, based on the interview as, as, and not this prejudice about where I went to school, what my student score is, that kind of thing. Um, I do get frustrated sometimes, but I think it's not as corrupted as it was before these mm-hmm, days mm-hmm. like they're trying to say that oh we don't really care about which university you graduated from something like that and they're also doing some policies like blind employment which means like they don't expose your like backgrounds and uh, oh. schools and gender something like that to the to the interviewers yes but so I don't know. That's what they involved. are saying. Right. And then you, you, you wonder that that's almost like a form of like, like similar, to like affirmative action or something. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But like, it's I like affirmative, it's a action, from affirmative action. Yeah. It, but, uh, well, because affirmative action is specifically looking at numbers, you know, you, you must hire X of, sure. of different groups, whereas this is, is trying to, I think that's an interesting idea. If it would work, you've yeah. got different people, like some people are involved in, in choosing who to interview. But then the people who are interviewing, they just know these people were chosen. These people are at least worthy of being interviewed. Mm-hmm. And now we're just interviewing them based on, you know, we're just choosing them based on their interview itself, but we don't know anything about them individually. So mm-hmm. if that were, if that's actually happening the way they're saying it's happening, and I can I can understand how you would be skeptical of, of sure. that. But if, if it's working the way that they're saying it's working, that seems like a one... One potential way to deal with the issue of of that that university prejudice that yeah. you mentioned a minute ago. At least they're trying to address the problem, and they, they recognize mm-hmm. that it's a problem. You know, but the temptation to look at that paper though to see what university <laughs> is probably too much for yeah. one you know HR person to bear. You know, it's like I gotta know. You know, is it? Yep. What if I choose someone from like a third tier you know school or something like that? You know, how can I how can I live with myself? You know. Um, yeah, I, I have I would like one like interesting question. I'm wondering if you could give insight to 
Um, in Korea, the first job is super important. Like you need to choose that first job very, very carefully. Now in America and culture, you just take whatever you can get. If it isn't a good fit, you quit, you go to another company easily, no problem, you know? Um, I mean, when you, would you agree with that, Kevin? Like, like pretty much like you could bounce. In, in general, it, it also yeah. de- does depend on the field that you're in. Again, my brother is in computer science and he, but that field, I've talked to him about it because he's changed jobs a number of times. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why do you change jobs so regularly? And it's like, that's just how it works in computer science in, in this. Like, if you want to get raises and if you want to move up, at least at the beginning levels, the best way to do it is not to move up within your company. It's to move up by moving to a different It's company. like everybody's cherry picking people from other right. companies and, 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 and everyone's moving up that way. It's, it's a- right. And so he, I mean, now he's in one company where he's quite happy with, and I think he intends to stay there for, for a while, but for the first maybe 10 years of, of being out of university, I don't know exactly. I'd have to ask him, but it, it almost, it felt to me like he almost had 10 jobs. I don't think it's quite that many, but it felt to me like you talked mm-hmm. about, it. he's like, Oh, I'm in another place. I'm in another place. I'm in another place. And, but it was always an up move every time you move to another, another job. And so, yeah, getting that first job, in, at least in his field, isn't so important because the idea is you get into a job, you get some experience, you use that experience to get an, a better job in another department or in another company. Yeah. And, and, and so my, the, the thing I was wondering is why, why in Korea is it, is the first job, like you have to hit the target. Like if, if you miss, you, you, you've really screwed, screwed up somehow. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what, what, what is that? Like, what, what, why is that? Uh, why does that thinking exist? Um, that's a, that's a, a hard question. question. Actually, I, know. I agree with <laughs> the really American thing. So <laughs> yeah. I try to get whatever the job I can, and maybe I can switch it later for a better position that fits me. But doesn't that I, harm you here? Like, is that that might be harmful though? Like in in the system in the Korean right, system. right. Yeah. So I asked like some other people who has more experience in the sales field, and they told me that it is better for you to have a good first job. I asked them why first because it's the salary, of course. Because mm. once I take another job, I gotta negotiate it. Mm-hmm. So it is better for me to have a higher salary that I can ask for more in the future. And second, if I switch jobs frequently, the interviewer is going to ask me why again. Like, why mm. do you switch jobs again? You cannot stay a company longer than a year, then we don't want you. Right. You have no mm. loyalty, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The loyalty issue. Sure. Yes. Yeah. So probably that's why. And there is a proverb in Korea which means when you're wearing a shirt, it is important for you to match. The first button yeah, is, the mo- first is more button. important. I didn't yeah. know that proverb. That's the first button is most important. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. I love proverbs. I mean, I totally so, disagree yeah. with that uh, philosophy, but uh, <laughs> I, I uh, yeah. Yeah, once yeah, but Jack, how many times have you come to school and one. your buttons are totally wrong? You've had one side higher than the other. Oh my so. gosh. Yeah, so <laughs> check, many check times. Your buttons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I haven't buttoned that top button for yeah, probably 20, 20 years. I don't think I've worn a tie in, in so long. Um, so yeah, so so are do you feeling that pressure of like 
choosing the first job. That's why I, the, when I talk to Korean people, and, and this is, you know, I've had students in the past who worked at like car companies and stuff like that. And they're first, you know, they want to go to Hyundai, you know, or Gia, mm-hmm. you know, that's yes. like the first, that's like, if they could land that job, boom, you're set for life, you know? Um, but they oftentimes get close, but they miss it. So they have to go to like a, a supplier of Hyundai, you know? So it's like a, a car parts company that, that makes yeah. like, I don't know, like windows or something like that. And they supply to Hyundai. And that would be, a, that'd be like an alternate alternative would be the, the second one. Now the supplier to the supplier would be like the last resort, you know, like, okay, everything, the, everything fell apart and I need a job because I want to start my life. So I'm yeah. going to work for the supplier to the supplier to Hyundai. And uh, so I wonder if in your case, are you, would you settle for like that second tier? Like, is that something that you, or are you, you know, cause you're talking about going to an, a foreign company that would yes. be kind of like a different path altogether. Like you're going for mm-hmm. a first tier job, but for a foreign company outside of the Korean yeah. system, I guess. Yeah. I don't even know if there's a question in there, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was just more of a, um, of a speech. I mean, for now, cause <laughs> I'm, I'm still young considerably, I think. Yeah. So I would try to get a first year job for, until this year, I guess. But if I don't get a proper job by this year and the 2022 comes with without an employment, then I might consider like whatever the job I can take, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yes. So the essentially so guess, like yeah. Oh sorry, go ahead, Kevin. Just to just to kind of you know slowly close things up here, what what are your What's the what's the goal right now for finding a job, right? Like, I mean, are you just applying for jobs themselves, or are you going back to study? Are you looking for, you know, like internships? Are you doing other things? Are you? I've I've talked to students in the past who are like, I need to get a job in six months, so right now I'm studying for all these tests, right? Like, what are you working on right now these days for for job hunting? Is it literally sending out resumes? Are you at that step, or are there other? Yes. Okay. sending out regimens and actually i've been taking interviews from okay. a few companies oh nice hopefully oh, awesome. i can get a good result yeah and the more yeah. interviews you have the the easier and easier it gets i, I still remember my first interview ever like of right. course i failed but it was <laughs> it was it was scary in in retrospect i didn't know what i was doing at all are you in a uh like a, a cafe club like a like i i know i know there are like um Oh, applicants who will meet mm-hmm. in like a cafe and, or like, a, like literally they'll go to a coffee shop and they'll all write resumes together and help each other. Are you in a group like that? Not really. <laughs> okay. So you're doing it kind of solo. You're, you're, uh, yes. Okay. Okay. I, but a lot of people do that. Like few of my friends are doing that too, but I don't think it's necessary for now. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I didn't guy... find it helpful the last time I tried it. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it definitely comes down to like the luck of the people that you get in the group and how, True. you know, how uh, diligent they are. But the guy I, I know that did that, he, he said it was really helpful and it actually helped oh, him yeah. land the job that he wanted, which was oh. a supplier to um, uh, a major, uh, I think it was a, no, no, maybe a, what do you call those? Uh, uh, semiconductors? There's lots oh, of yeah. those those companies here, right? Yeah, that's a thing. Right? There are a lot of yeah, semiconductors <laughs> yeah. in Korea. Are, yeah, I think huge. they did, they made some kind of slurry or something for semiconductors or whatever. But uh, yeah, it's uh, 
yeah, it was interesting to hear his his story of of working in a in a group like that. So yeah, yeah. I mean, networking is is a big part of it. There's uh, finding the job. Like actually, Jack, another fun Korean expression. Instead of like getting a job through connections, they say that you parachute into the company in in Korea. <laughs> <laughs> really? that's, that's that's how you get the job in in korean through through networks networks are, are important yeah i mean we have the yeah. golden parachute that's more of the uh, exiting uh when you tank the company but you you take your millions of dollars and but uh yeah we, that's we, a different thing that's a totally different thing yeah where we our metaphors are more of like climbing up from the bottom right it's like you know more um, yeah we have but i guess you're those. right nepotism that makes perfect sense though parachuting into something you just go right yep. to the top yeah that's a great expression nice well i mean john thanks for all of the information that's it's it's really interesting to to hear what young people are going through i've talked to students in the past but for us to 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 tell the story on our own it's like repeating what i've heard from a student like three years ago so actually having someone to to tell us what's what's happening is really nice for for us to hear. Yeah, um, and I, I've, so I've got good. all these yeah. like opinions and assumptions that I have that I, I I'm right. so glad I got to bounce them off of you because, uh, you know, I, I I don't know if they're actually true. You know, a lot of times, so it's nice to talk to somebody who actually understands the culture, you know, very very closely and 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 knows what what they're talking about. So I, I appreciate your you know, kind of helping me sort through those, uh, those ideas and things like that. Yeah. My yeah, pleasure. Yeah. Also useful. Yeah. So, I mean, just to wrap up, good, good luck. You've got that, that yeah. job hunt, but it sounds like you've got the steps, Thank you. you know what you're doing at least. And, and that's fantastic to hear that you're getting interviews and, and, and sending out your resumes. I'm sure <laughs> by the end of 2022, you'll have, you'll have something. I, I know you well enough that, that you'll, you're, any company would be, would be glad to have, would be lucky to have you working for them. Definitely. Thank you so Absolutely. much. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So thanks for coming and talking to us and, and telling us all of the stories. And when you get a job, come back and tell us what it's like. Of course. I'll tell you how difficult it is to be a newbie. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a whole different. I would love to hear about that. Well. Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's no, it's not, it's no treat anywhere, but uh, yeah, I, I'm very curious what the, uh, what it's like in Korea. Um, before, as we, before we wrap up or before we uh, say our final goodbyes here, I just want to uh, remind our listeners out there that you can go to the website, thesoulpatch.com, and you can you know, listen to the, uh, the stream right there. Or you can go to our YouTube channel, which uh, we, we throw it up there now. Uh, if you've already listened to this, then uh, you've, you don't need to go to the YouTube channel, but uh, we will be putting uh, future episodes up on the YouTube channel as well. So you can always uh, check it out there. And uh, if you can uh, do us a favor and hit, uh, hit that uh, Patreon button, uh, any donations will go toward uh, producing the show. And if you could give us a positive review on Apple Podcasts, that would also help us out a lot. So with that said, uh, thanks again, Gian. We really appreciate your time today. Yeah, it's My been pleasure. Great thanks for having me. All right. We'll see you next week. Thanks, everybody. Yeah. Bye-bye. It's all my love, it's all my love. The cry, man. It's all my love, it's all my love. 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 It's all my love.
me a diamond on 